foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. Today we're looking at how faith is exhibited in character, word, and deed that shows our total dependence upon the person of Jesus Christ. Not a system, not a denomination, and not our feelings, but complete dependence on who Jesus Christ is and our identity in Him. And when we come to salvation in Christ, that is an event that takes place. And at that point, we're given a measure of faith, and then that faith grows. So the growing of our faith is a process. Well, and Sharon, I think we need to accept the fact that the process of working out salvation with fear and trembling is a lifetime of events. Right, because Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 says that salvation is a gift given by grace through faith, not of our works. And because it's a gift, we have a tendency to sit back and relax in the comforts of Christianity. But Christianity isn't a lazy life because James 2.18 says that it's um, our faith is seen by our works. That's truth, but they need to be seen in a spirit of humility originating from a spirit of humility, lest any man should boast. Right. And so James is telling us there will be various trials where you'll need to exercise your faith so that you don't allow your words to be spoken from a spirit of pride, which will only have to tear us down and not build us up. So it's the evidence. Our, yes. Our, our words, our actions, our attitude is all the evidence of our faith, not vice versa. And when things are going well, we just ride the flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're like a surfboard rider on a good wave, and we just bring her all the way into shore. But we know that life just doesn't provide a good wave, does it? It has many uh, sea billows that absolutely can destroy. And I like a principle of Second Corinthians thirteen five which says, examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is really in you? Unless indeed you're disqualified. And many times people go through life trusting in what they have been told, Mm -hmm. accepting it uh, by faith, But here's where that can really cause you a lot of problems. There's strong theology and philosophies that good people go to heaven. 
oh. and bad people go to hell. Oh. But that nullifies the fact that we're all bad people. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Right. And that's Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But then we also have in Romans 6.23, the consequences. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so, Sharon, that's why faith is so important in knowing the truth. Because in the same passage in 2 Corinthians 13, it says, For we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. Mm. And that's a very important way that Paul was ministering to the church at Corinth because they were not really wanting to exercise the truth. They wanted to exercise their agenda about what they wanted to apply in certain portions of the truth and ignoring other portions of the truth. Okay. So Paul, in this same context that we're talking about, he says, now, if you don't listen, when I come, I'm going to have to use sharpness. And those sharpnesses, Sharon, it was going to be according to the authority that Jesus Christ had given him for edification, not destruction. But we many times don't like to hear sharp words, do we? Right, right. So we will then exercise our faith in things that soothe us and comfort us. Well, that's why we're so willing to accept that good people go to heaven and bad people go to hell because it's soothing, it's comforting to think that my own goodness can get me to heaven. I don't have to come under the standard or the rule or the plumb line that is required to walk by faith in Jesus Christ. Now, most of the New Testament is written to tear down our lies so that we can be comforted in truth that we then have to accept by faith. Because we know that in Hebrews 11, 1 through 3, that faith is a substance of things hoped for, but the evidence is not seen. Mm-hmm. So we have to know how to hear the truth, apply the truth, because by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made with things that are visible. Right. Really, Janie, faith is a complex word. Because we've just used it in a couple of different ways already, saying that, you know, to examine yourself to see if you're in the the faith, and then by faith you do things, and faith is seen by our works. Um, so faith is really a complex entity, if you will, that is probably misappropriated in many different ways. So without faith, we read in Hebrews 11, 6, that it is impossible to please God. And we know that. We hear that. It's in principle. Every believer knows that without faith, it's impossible to please God. But sometimes we are so superficial about the definition of faith that we don't dig 
deep into faith to know and grow in it. And I agree with you wholeheartedly except on one point. Okay. I'm not sure that all Christians understand faith. Know that without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's right. Is it because we don't know our scriptures? Is it because we're not students of the word? Yes, ma'am. And that means we don't know God. So why are we going to trust him by faith when we don't know who he is as our, our all in all? Oh, Janie, you just hit a point that it gave me a visual. You said, if we don't know the scriptures, then we don't know God. And I don't think we've made that connection. That's right. And that's part of the reason why we sit behind these mics and sometimes fumble and expressing what our heart longs to share. So we just sit at church regurgitating what the pastor has said or preacher has said or teacher has said, and then we don't know how to live it out because we don't know God. Well, I'm going to give you a hint on how we may be able to start that process. Okay. And it has to do with faith. And it's in Second Timothy Two, And, oh, I think I'll start in with verse 11, because in verse 11 of 2 Timothy 2, it says, We have this faithful saying, For if we died with him, now that's in reference to the cross, we shall also live with him. Well, boy, that takes faith just in that one statement to apprehend if you don't understand anything about the cross. And then it says, And if we endure, we shall also reign with him. Well, if I don't understand the cross, I sure don't understand why I want to endure to reign. Because why do I want to reign if I don't even have a purpose because I don't know him? Right. Then it says if we don't get this and so we deny him, then we've rejected him. And he also will accept our rejection and deny us. But if we are faithless, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. So Sharon, that passage, faithful saying right there, can encompass a good portion of the whole gospel. It teaches us that we need faith to accept death as the door to overcoming and having life. Therefore, we have purpose in reigning with him. So it really goes back to his character being displayed in us. And you can have the assurance. You can, and if you endure, you can have the blessings of reigning. But if you don't want him and you deny him, he'll deny you. But his character will remain faithful as to who he is in executing truth because he can't deny himself. So his denial of us is not because he is responding to our negativity, if you will. It's because he cannot go against himself to accommodate us in the state that we're in. We have to choose to accept him for who he says he is, accept him for who he really is, and not try to change him to meet our expectations. And Hebrews 10:38 says, Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. And that's why mentoring matters. 
Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.